Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. Today, I am going to talk about moods. I was going to label, I was going to title this episode Emotions, but I think I'm going to save that for a different discussion. But one of the things that I know people get very caught up about and very confused by is when they're not feeling their best and then spiraling out because they're not feeling good. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions about this topic. You have the camp of people that kind of lives in the headspace of, well, we need to unpack this, we need to dig into this, we need to bring it back up to the surface. And then you have another camp of people which is more about, you know, you need to just override the emotions, the emotions, you just want to shift those and blah, blah, blah. So I find myself somewhere in the middle between these two things. And really, it has more to do with context than anything else. And the good news is that today, I I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm in a shit mood, but I'm definitely not feeling top notch. So I was like, this is a perfect time for me to explain what I'm doing and how I'm dealing with this particular thing. And I've had several situations come up over the past few weeks where I've really gotten a handle on this. So I kind of want to categorize the different experiences for you so that if you run into them yourself, you can sort it out so that you don't get tangled up in anything that really doesn't feel good or you don't stay down in a slump for so long that you end up extending it. So we're going to talk about all of these different lovely, amazing, wonderful things about being in a human body and dealing with emotions. So Before we get into all of that, I want you to know that I am hosting a free masterclass. It is called Bitch, which I thought was appropriate, and it's all about alchemizing feminine wrath. So anger, rage, this is something that I just, I've seen so many people struggle with this, even the greatest practitioners struggle with alchemizing this, and so... I consider myself to be pretty damn good at dealing with this part of myself, and uh, both of my parents have major, major anger issues, and they don't express it properly, so I've had like a PhD level (laughs) mastery over my experience with anger, and with wrath, and rage, and all of that good stuff. So it is free. I'm going to leave it up on YouTube for about a week, so... If you consider yourself to not deal with anger the best, or if you have a tendency to shut down a lot, if you have a tendency to become explosive, if you have a hard time getting a handle on anger in any capacity, whether you shy away from it or be really explosive and not uh, (laughs) express it in a way that's constructive for you and best for you. I highly recommend taking some time to show up for this or watch the replay at some point this coming week. So this class is going to be on July 15th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. So go to onyxhealing.com slash bitch if you would like to sign up for it. I'll leave the link in the show notes or the description box depending on where you're listening to this. So you can go uh, get notified about that if you sign up for the email list. Okay, let's talk about all of these moody shenanigans that I'm in the midst of right now. 
So where I started with all of this and really, really, really dealing with my emotions, because I think the first stage of this is a lot of people fall into numbing behaviors. So sometimes it looks like straight up addiction. So using substances or food or some type of addictive behavior in order to numb. Some people, I I kind of fell into this category of just over-functioning and overworking. Where when you overfunction and overwork, it kind of matches the level of chaos that your nervous system is naturally at. And then you just continue operating at that level of energy so that you don't actually feel what really wants to come up. So it's still somewhat of a sedative. And I find a lot of people just kind of hang out in this region of operating at really high energy or using a substance in order to numb the experience, the emotions, the mood, what's really wanting to come up. The second, I don't want to call it a stage, but once you rip the sedative off, when you take that away, when you no longer overfunction or numb yourself or want to check out by any means necessary, it could be TV, it could be scrolling Instagram, TikTok, whatever, think about numbing in general. When you take away the numbing agent, then what's underneath that is more than likely emotions that have been bottled up for a really long time. And those do need to come up and out. Right? They want to be expressed. They want to move through the body until they dissolve. So for many years, I was in therapy for this exact thing, regulating my nervous system, getting back to basics, because I wasn't able to regulate my nervous system on my own. It just was not going to happen if I didn't have someone holding space for me, guiding me through it. Because when you have a lot of trauma coming up to the surface, it can blind you a lot of the time. So I had to have a neutral reflection to kind of tap back into, which was the point of therapy at that stage in my healing. So that can be really helpful at first, right? To stabilize yourself, to regulate your nervous system, to move through the somatic piece. I think talk therapy is missing a lot of the somatic Uh, movement in order to help process the emotions. That's just my two cents. That's been my experience having many, many years of therapy and different styles of therapy. So for the sake of this conversation, let's say you're out of that stage of healing. You don't need a trauma therapist. I did for some time. And there is a chance that I could need that in the future if something else woke up a bunch of trauma that has been unprocessed and is still kind of living in my brain, okay? That could happen theoretically. But let's say you're regulated, you're just in maintenance mode. I consider there to be several different types of moods that all require different things from you. So the first one would be Your trauma gets lit up and you're completely blinded by it. So whatever is happening to the nervous system, that's what's dominant. And you can't really see what's going on clearly because you're in the midst of a piece of trauma. And when you're in that, you like you don't want to be making decisions from that headspace. You don't necessarily want to be planning life. You don't want to look forward when you're in the midst of that. So it's important to notice and know yourself well enough to identify where a trigger lives, where a trigger exists, and when those appear when it comes up. 
that way, when you're having one, you're not projecting that onto your future. I have seen this countless times where someone will have an experience with a trigger, like from their trauma. And then all of a sudden, they want to tell me stories about their future from a traumatic place. That is the biggest mistake that you could do, is starting to project, well, I'm feeling this way now, so it's going to extend into the future. That's a crock of shit. That's not true. And you need to not believe your brain when it's telling you that. It's something that will shift. It will move. But don't start looking at the next five years when you're in the middle of that. Just don't. Don't, 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 don't. My rule of thumb is when something old is coming up in the body, that is what you want to tend to immediately. So you just want to focus on tending to the body and supporting yourself through that. That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing. No storytelling. You got to stay away from that to the best of your ability. And I know that takes a lot of willpower to not allow your mind to spiral out because that's really what it wants to do. Is it wants to make sense of the feeling by telling you stories of all these horrible things that are going to happen in the future and how your life is falling apart. That's what it's designed to do. So you have to keep a tight leash on that part of your brain when you're really lit up by something and and your sensation is kind of overriding everything else, okay? So back to basics if you have that happen. Then there are other times, and I'm kind of in the middle of this today, where I'm not blissed out. My tools aren't necessarily cultivating feelings of ecstasy or pleasure, which is ideally where you want to create from consciously. And while I can move the needle a little bit, I can move it, you know, maybe 2%, 3% at a time, shifting back into my, my natural state. So the natural state is feeling, I would describe it as feeling content, feeling solid, feeling grounded, feeling Good. Again, not necessarily ecstasy. You can't you can't maintain ecstasy for an entire day. That's an unrealistic expectation. You're not going to be in ecstatic bliss 24-7. So don't expect that from yourself. It's just not going to happen. But contentment, fulfillment, feeling satisfied or satiated, that's something that is more maintainable. Because it's on the positive side of the spectrum in terms of emotional experience. So your mind isn't going to be jerking you around from that space. But it's also not apathetic. It's not neutral. Neutrality is where I have a tendency to go when I'm feeling bad or when I'm feeling sour. So today, for example, this is what I'm working on. My tools, yeah, I can shut my brain off like during meditation. I can quiet the mind. I can do some breath work and quiet the mind. And that's more of what I'm aiming at today so that I don't generate negative momentum in a direction that I don't want to go. So the same rule applies today in this type of mood as it would if I were in the middle of a a hellscape of trauma. It's don't forecast anything into the future, 
And don't you dare start telling stories from a sourpuss mood. Do not do that. That's a huge error. That's a huge mistake because you're going to start moving the train in that direction. So one of the things that I like to practice usually during meditation, if I'm really hung up about a particular topic or I want something to go my way and I'm just not able to feel good about it in the moment, I'll jump to a different topic that I do feel good about so that that feeling good can bleed out into everything else. But the thing is, with today, the experience that I've been having is I just kind of feel sour about everything. So even if I'm thinking about something that I am normally really excited to think about and I can fall into some beautiful daydream because that's really what I enjoy doing, I feel kind of pissy about it today. And here is where people really have a tendency to split off into two different groups. You have people who want to override it and then you have people who want to go deeper into it. Here's my take. When it comes to my mood today and not feeling super hot about anything that's coming to mind, that means I'm not going deeper into it. Because if I start pointing in that direction and I start magnifying what I'm not feeling good about, this isn't deep. This isn't deep. It's not something that needs to be unpacked. It's not childhood trauma today. It's not anything like that. It's just a mood. And a mood will pass. So I don't necessarily think that I should be aiming at bliss. That, that doesn't fit. That's not quite right. I don't expect myself to move into that today. But I can get myself behind some neutrality. So not telling stories about the future, not looking at anything important, not doing any major projects today. I don't want to bake this mood into anything that I'm creating, right? So I, I am directing my energy super consciously in terms of what I'm doing while I'm in this state. This podcast is perfect for this mood because I'm in this mood and I can explain to you what is happening for me. But I know the red zones for myself where if I start to think about this particular thing, I'm going to feel worse. So I need to stay away from those thoughts and ideas and those regions just for today. Tomorrow's going to be a fresh day. I could feel completely different about it tomorrow, which is why my perspective is don't go deeper into something that you're not feeling good about just for the sake of unpacking it. That's not always the best move. Sometimes it is if you need to make sense of trauma or you need to identify a need There can be a a piece that kind of needs to click into place in order for you to support yourself through something. But today, it's like I don't need a whole bunch of support. I don't need to unpack this. I might just be pissy today and that's it. So what the point is of me telling you this is that you kind of need to gauge. You need to have a barometer for yourself and this takes some practice What's really going on? Is this just a mood? Is this something that could be gone by tomorrow? I could wake up tomorrow and feel completely differently. Tomorrow, I could feel excited about life. I could feel so good about 
friendships and money and love and the trajectory of my life and the house that I'm manifesting, I could feel so wonderful tomorrow. Today is just a funky day and I'm holding myself through the funk and I'm loving myself through the funk. I'm just chalking it up to being light work. I have a friend coming over later, recording a podcast, not doing too much, self-care as much as possible. And that is something that is going to float me into whatever the next elevated emotion would be. Because we do, the goal is to move into elevated emotion. It is to move you into alignment. That is the goal here. But depending on how intense the sensation or emotion is, you might be needing different things. If it's not that deep, if it's just your ego is extra chatty, like Jessica, which is the name of my ego for those of you who are new, she's extra vocal today. So I have to be extra skeptical of the thoughts that are dropping in today because I'm not in alignment. Um, Today, I'm not in alignment. Today is a process of getting myself into alignment. It's getting myself into neutrality. It's getting myself to feel maybe 20% better. Maybe by this evening, I'll feel about 25% better. I'll go to bed and then tomorrow we'll, we'll check in again and see how I'm doing. And here's the important piece about your mood is that your mood and your emotion is an indication of how connected you are to your spirit, your higher self, God, the universe, whatever, divine source. And the closer you are to that, the better you're going to feel. So anytime you feel like shit, do not believe the thoughts that are coming up from that headspace. Never, ever, 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 ever. If you're in a crappy mood, if you're in trauma, if you're feeling really bad, if you're really lit up in all the wrong ways, you do not want to go into storytelling anytime you're in that space because you're only going to move the train in the wrong direction. That's it. That's it. So you have to stay out of story when you're feeling bad. Then you get into a better feeling space, whatever that means, you know, shake it up, move your body, phone a friend, don't talk about the problems, but I'm talking about, you know, phone a friend as in let's connect, let's play, let's, you know, I'm I'm incorporating some levity into my experience. And then when you're feeling good, then focus on all of the stuff that you desire. When you're feeling good, when you're blissed out, when you're in appreciation and gratitude, then you can go into excitement about the future, storytelling about all of the awesome things that are happening. But please, if there's one thing that you take away from this episode, it should be that you want to be skeptical of any thoughts that come when you're not feeling good because those are not aligned thoughts. That's not your higher self communicating to you. That's not God. That's not the universe. That's not your truth. That's not your truth. Your truth is your inner light, feeling good, being embodied love, being source in form, being the joyful expression of self. That's actually your truth. So that's where you want to be receiving from. And the more you practice this, the faster you will generate um, energy in the direction that is creative, expansive, that feels really good. 
So we could call this the third stage of creation, if you will, is you have trauma that needs to dissolve in the body. That's number one. Then you have number two, which is more of the moodiness that you're skeptical of, but you're not necessarily unpacking to such a degree that it re-traumatizes you, because that can happen sometimes. If you go too far into it, then you get lost in it, then you get tangled up in it, then it just becomes a wreck. So you, you kind of want to stay in that levity place if it's not that deep. You need to be able to gauge, is this deep or is it superficial? Today, I'm a cranky bitch. It's really superficial. It's really superficial. It's not that deep. It's not trauma. It's not anything that needs to be unpacked. I don't need to phone my therapist, okay? So then once you shift out of a funky mood or feeling crappy, then you get to play, then that energy is what you want to weave into everything that you're doing. That's the space that ideally you want to take aligned action from. That's where you want to trust the downloads, the thoughts, the ideas that you have pouring in from that feeling good space. That's where you want to move from. That's where you want to tell stories from. You want to fantasize from. The feeling good space, once you shift any funk out, that's when you can go ham on any topic that you want. That is where you want to manifest from. So that is the tool that I have for you today. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I hope this all makes sense and kind of helps you tease apart Is this something that you want to go deeper into? You know, do you need to kind of support yourself, honor the story, honor the feeling and let it dissolve, right? Because you don't don't want to drag it out and hold on to it forever. At a certain point, we do need to let go of the story. Otherwise, we're just going to keep reactivating it and keeping it alive in the body. You don't want to do that. But also not making every mood mean that it's the end of the world and that nothing's ever going to get better and start telling stories that are just a reflection of a temporary mood. So temporary moods don't mean anything. Emotions shift. They're extremely malleable. They move around a lot and there's infinite tools at your disposal in order for you to shift them piece by piece by piece. Now, if you find this episode helpful please send it to your friends. Let people know. Tag me on Instagram at either Onyx Healing or Rev Sydney Finn if you feel inspired to share. I appreciate all of the love and the shares and um, all the good stuff, all all the love and support. I appreciate it. And don't forget to sign up for Bitch the Masterclass and make sure you let your friends know about that as well if you feel that someone could really benefit from that material. And it'll be up for a while, so you're more than welcome to uh, watch it on a time that works for you. And that is a wrap for today, my friends. I'm sending you so much love, so much support. Have a beautiful week, everybody, and I will talk to you all later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.